Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jessica. And this is Swimcast. Coming to you live, pre-recorded from Lockdown 2, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, yes. uh, They've uh, tightened the screws a little bit, but not that much. Yeah, they're trying to save Christmas, so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, we, we avoided current events last record because it was like they tightened the screws locally. That's um, true. My birthday got canceled and I was like extra, extra bummed. <laughs> and, and there was all the United States news and yada, yada. But uh, yeah, anyway. Right. <laughs> it's cold outside. We're not allowed to leave the house anyway. So let's watch a trash movie, shall we? <laughs> I guess so. Things have been tightened down in Vancouver. And, well, yeah, BC BC BC. wide, we're not supposed to travel. We're supposed to see fewer people than we already were. Uh, Anything else beyond that? Wear a damn mask, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Now I feel empowered to yell at, like, those assholes I see at, like, the grocery store where I'm like, how are you even comfortable being in a store without a mask on right now? Like, like, I, I, I understand the people breaking the rules who like want to go out and socialize and do things. Cause those are things, you know, like it's human nature. You want to be with people. You want like, if you're, <laughs> if so, you're so inclined, you want to be with people, you want to socialize, you want to laugh, you want to drink, you want to eat. But like, why do you need to make a point when you're like buying toilet paper or, you know, <laughs> you know, like you're not socializing, yeah. you're not talking, you're not eating, drinking anything like, yeah. And it's always, it's always a type. I see them. I I see them. (laughs) Yes. I, while I agree, I also feel you should lead by example and just let other people be idiots, you know? Oh, that's true. I would never actually say that. (laughs) But it just like fuels my inner rage that much more. It grinds, grinds your gears, does it? Yeah. Oh, like like uh, like a middle-aged woman at a Michael Che uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was me. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you weren't the one being annoying. You were just like oh, fuming, yeah. but not saying anything. Oh yeah. <laughs> was I at, at his at his at his set? I don't remember being in, upset at his set because no. like I love Michael Che. No, 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 no. There oh, were, at the interruption yeah, 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 yeah there was a karen in the audience <laughs> yeah oh the yeah oh the, the i swear how is there not a german word for secondhand embarrassment it's like it's like schadenfreude <laughs> but like the opposite of schadenfreude where like you you hate you hate it you're not delighting in it you're just like oh this is the worst <laughs> feeling i've ever experienced and it's not even happening to me okay well if anyone out there knows a german word <laughs> that sums up that entire (laughs) paragraph. Uh, I'm sure there is one. (laughs) How can there not be? I'm sure I could invent one. (laughs) I can't be bothered to use the translate function on my phone right now because surely I will have 
technical difficulties. Like when we tried to start recording today and you're like, did you, did you turn it on and off again <laughs> on the wireless keyboard that wasn't working? And then I was like, I, oh, oh, it works now. <laughs> I did not specifically IT you like that. <laughs> no, you, you literally almost, said, oh, did almost. you try pushing the button on the side of the keyboard? And I was like, there's a button on the side of the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I changed the no, batteries. No, 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 no. But I didn't mean it in an IT sense, like I was talking down <laughs> no, to I you. No, I know. Like, no, you, you weren't. You, I was, you totally weren't. I was just like laughing at my own, like, uh, uh, complete ineptitude with anything <laughs> technical. I, I meant it as an Apple wizard saying, hey, there's a magic <laughs> hidden button on this device. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no no like it, it didn't come across condescending at all it was like i was just like there's a button because it's so like invisible and silver and smooth i'm like why can't it be like a rocker switch yeah you know? <laughs> or like a big red button oh <laughs> apple doesn't me. do that <laughs> i know this is why i'm not a fan <laughs> okay so it sounds like you've got no new news the, the the only news uh, I have is that I, I did go for a walk in my neighborhood yesterday, and uh, ah, so did I. Yeah, and it was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I went down to the river. I actually saw a salmon. Oh, I only saw one salmon this time because it's you know, what? That's cool. Yeah, but it's it's kind of late in the salmon run whole. Oh yeah, thing. it is. There were a lot great. a couple weeks ago, but I saw one. And I also saw a big fishing bird, you know, the ones with the long legs. I think it's a heron. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was how, really neat. How naturific is there a word? <laughs> <laughs> how, how very much nature you experienced. Have I told this my salmon spawning story on the podcast before? I know I've told I, you a bunch of times. Okay, uh, I'm not sure. Let's, <laughs> about when let's do it. Sure, let's, let's be, I always retell stories. I found like <laughs> within a week of like even meeting somebody new, I'm repeating myself. It's horrible. I've completely turned into my dad. <laughs> Anyways, when I was in grade two, our class went on a field trip to Goldstream on the island, which is where all the salmon come to spawn. Mm. I remember specifically it was Halloween because we all had like one little like fun size Smarties or something. I don't know why that's part of the memory. Maybe it's relevant. As I talk through the story, maybe it'll make sense. Even that on like the 31st of October was late in the season because there were like tons of rotting salmon carcasses everywhere. Ah, and I remember nice. there was this one kid in my class. I'll, I remember his name is James. I don't remember his last name, probably for the best. I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Know, to protect the innocent. Who knows where he is now? Maybe he left after grade two in shame for this incident. He <laughs> ralphed oh, everywhere oh, 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 because of the smell. Like I remember specifically like burying my face like in my friend's coat because of the smell. And then obviously like when another kid starts barfing, like that's even worse. I don't think it set off a barf chain reaction, but uh, that's such a vivid memory. Such a vivid memory. Like I can almost, like I can picture like the coats everybody was wearing, like the smell, like the temperature. I remember the park ranger, like, like I said, the fun size Smarties. Anyway. Wow. Well, <laughs> smells are strong memories, so. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I don't, well, that's what I said. 
because so, because I'm the oldest person in the world, I have like neck arthritis or something. So I bought those like uh, Japanese icy hot patch things right. that have like that real like menthol-y smell and it smells exactly like the toothpaste that my grandparents used to have at their house. <laughs> and I was saying that to my mom, she's like, how do you remember that? I was like, it's the smell, it's powerful. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. How else have you been filling your time, Andrew? Uh, mostly scrolling on Instagram. <laughs> Endlessly. <laughs> Looking at butts. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I'm scrolling on, but, and <laughs> but. endless, endless. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. Really I've not been, a lot. <laughs> well, luckily, like, the latest episode of The Crown came out, so that has been my week. I've just, like, binged it. It's so good. Love yeah, it. yet another show that I'm out of touch with the rest <laughs> of the world on. Oh, get into it, man. So good. <laughs> and then you can ask me a million questions about the royal family, too. Like your friend of mine is like, so who is Prince Philip? <laughs> like, are they are they shape-shifting lizard people? No. It makes them very human. Awful humans at, at lots of times, but uh See, that's how acting. you know it's a cover-up, because they're making them look human. Well, the writing is not great, but the acting is, uh, mwah, chef's kiss. Like, the best acting. Anyway. Okay, so steering this back on course, what is our podcast even about? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't even know anymore. What is it? <laughs> I, usually, I make you watch movies. And then sometimes you make me watch movies, like last time. That's right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but often, like I, like we've said, we often delve into a movie that neither of us have seen, but is, is some hot garbage suggested to us by the Netflix, such as uh, DJ Cinderella or right. LOL, So Undercover. Oh, what was, and that Mandy Moore garbage. Oh. <laughs> that we has like the most generic movie title name ever. We can never remember it. But no disrespect <laughs> to that because those Miley movies just like knocked it out of the water with how bad they were. So, those are more fun. True. Okay. So we watch movies, mostly movies I haven't seen that maybe you've seen. Maybe we haven't yeah. seen. Who knows? But I mean, I mean the core, what's it? guiding principle philosophy if you will of our podcast is that they were my beloved 90s movies but we burned through a lot of those pretty quick and a lot of them are hard to find so uh filler we get some filler okay so you have managed to keep it a complete secret as to what we're gonna watch and i believe we're entering into random choice zone oh yeah absolutely i couldn't decide so even we did, last time we did this there was a whole bunch like there was like I think eight even on the CTV app where it was like, all of these would be hilarious, but that app is so painful. I refuse to fight with it <laughs> Yeah, today. it was such a headache. So I've gone to the much narrower selection of Netflix and narrowed it down to four. Okay. Uh, four of them, or three of them rather, seem like they could definitely fit our theme. Two of them at least are excellent which will make for a bad podcast but then fun watching okay and then one of them just came up 
as I was like clicking on the you may also likes, you may also likes, mm. and it sounds really problematic, but <laughs> the cast of it is really incredible. So oh, like, okay. I think it might be funny. I can't even remember who now, but I like when I pulled up the cast, I was like, oh my God. It's like a lot of like SNL alums and stuff. So there's a yeah. choice of there's it's a choice JK of four Simmons movies and Kumail Nanjiani like oh. it sounds amazing. Wow. So yeah, there's a choice of four. So do okay. you have four sided dice? Not exactly, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I will do is I will go to random.org and use their dice roller. Oh no! Oh no! Last minute entry. Last oh. minute entry. Oh, this one. Maybe we don't even need the dice. This one sounds perfect. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Uh, do we oh. do we chance it? Do we roll the dice? Ooh, no, I think we gotta watch this guy. It wow. Looks... I've heard of this one. I haven't seen it, but I've definitely heard of it. Oh. Or, or do we have a five-sided dice? Oh, choices, choices. <laughs> okay, you seem all of a sudden excited by this new find. Okay, yeah, I think we gotta do it. I think okay. we gotta do it. I think I think it'll be the best podcast fodder of the options too. <laughs> Is there a word for like uh, like teasing this uh, option and then pulling it away? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, oh, yeah, <laughs> none appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like any racially sensitive terms for it either. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ! I wasn't even thinking of that. No, there's, there, I can only think of like rude or <laughs> racist words for this. So let's just say I, I was going rude, but uh... <laughs> I know what I was avoiding that, and then my brain went even darker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I hadn't thought of that one, and. I'm patting myself on the back for not thinking of that. <laughs> Let's just call it more like, you know, when you're watching like a race and then there's like the leaders and then all of a sudden at the end, somebody just like sprints up and takes it. A long shot. A long shot. Let's call it that. All right. So, <laughs> so we, we are going to watch. We pulled ourselves out of the dirt on that one. <laughs> yep. Okay. What are we going to watch? We're going to watch a 2010 movie called She's Out of My League, starring Canadian Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel? Jay... You haven't heard of Jay Baruchel? You'll recognize him. Okay, You'll recognize his face, okay. I'm sure. She's okay. Out of My League. That sounds vaguely... Yeah, oh, i got to find it on my, my, my TV now. All right, okay, well, before I start fighting with technology, let's throw it a movie. Let's do it. entirely different movie. I thought it was going to be Girl Next Door, and <laughs> I was wrong. This was not a teen movie at all. <laughs> yeah, we've totally broken our format altogether because this, would we, is this a rom-com? 
Oh yeah. yeah. It's just fully just like a rom-com starring adult people. That's right. They're not teenagers. They're definitely, I guess, in their early to mid-twenties, I guess. Yeah, I'd say mid-twenties. <laughs> but on the plus side, it sounds like we both <laughs> really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was distracted at the beginning being like, wait, wait, wait these people aren't in high school. Uh-oh. Oh no, what's going on? And then... It was just, it's so, it was so funny. I, I, the curse, the curse of the good movie. I have barely any (laughs) notes written down because I was just watching the movie and enjoying the movie and laughing at the movie. (laughs) Well, I've got some notes, but uh, I I also was uh, loving the movie, so I, I didn't make as many notes. Yeah, we really have to go back and mine, like, see if there's any more gems in the Miley Cyrus catalog or the Mandy Moore <laughs> catalog, so so we can get some content. <laughs> okay, why don't we start with music like we usually do? <laughs> you mean the the, the Hall & Oates cover band that featured Emily? That was amazing. <laughs> and they weren't a cover band, they were a tribute act. Oh, right. That's what the, well, what's his character's name? Um, Stainer. Stainer. That was Stainer. He made that clear because Kirk called him a cover band and he's like, no man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, and he. Lots of hollow notes. He gave himself bonus points on like ranking himself. He's like, I'm not a five. He's like, I'm a six, maybe a seven because I'm in a band. <laughs> You're in a hollow notes <laughs> cover band. <laughs> And that compensates for not having a vehicle. (laughs) Yeah. Or having a shitty car. Yeah. So rating system of hotness out of one to ten was a big part of this movie. It was part of the plot of this movie, basically. (laughs) Yeah, which, hmm, that's kind of problematic. What? No, 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 no. no. None. I disagree. No? Because, (laughs) no, it's universal. (laughs) How? It's universal. (laughs) But what they didn't acknowledge... Are we supposed to be moving past no, that? No, absolutely not. What they didn't... What, what they didn't acknowledge was that your score varies depending on your geography. Because <laughs> I talk about this with my, oh. friend, my friend all the time. And I say like, oh yeah, it's like I'm a Vancouver 4, but I'm a Chicago 8. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. So, so you would say that Molly is a Pittsburgh 10. Oh no, she's an but... everywhere 10. <laughs> she was, she's an everywhere 10. You sure she's not like an LA 7? Uh, maybe an LA 9, but she, <laughs> oh, she's, she was stunning. And she was like, not just, she, she wasn't just hot. She was also quite a lovely person too. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. There wasn't a part where she becomes a horrible person in the movie, really. Yeah. Yeah. And like her character was quite fleshed out like she wasn't just a hot girl you know she had a backstory she had her like she owned a business that wasn't a bakery or a bookstore and (laughs) and she like was was into hockey and yeah and she was just lovely she had a family like a complicated family relationship yeah, I liked her. <laughs> she's a well-written rom-com <laughs> female lead, I thought. Right. But our introduction to her was pretty stereotype Hollywood. Oh, meet cute. It's a she, meet cute, Andrew. She, a meet cute? Is that what they call yes. it? Yes. Okay. 
No, but it was, no, it was just, it was, uh, she, you know, she comes onto the scene at the airport and every guy, even kids, married men in front of their wives. Oh yeah, it was slow motion. Yeah, are, are just like, holy crap. Slow motion. I forgot about that. I wrote that down. Where, yeah, she like steps out of the taxi, like slow motion, like the camera pans yeah, up high from heel. her high heels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very, <laughs> yeah. That was uh, certainly a, a 2010 movie. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I it was enjoyable. I liked it. Should we should we break it? Okay. Should we break down the plot even? Because like like because uh, apparently okay. I didn't even know what movie this was. <laughs> so it start, stars Jay Baruchel, who I mentioned before, who you're not familiar with, but right. Um, no, not really. Yeah. But he sort of plays kind of a slightly down on his luck every man and he works in TSA at the airport and him and his three friends like high school friends they all just like work at the airport in Pittsburgh he still lives at home with his parents and his ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend <laughs> so <laughs> right because the ex-girlfriends had problems with her family so she moved into their house and then they broke up yeah. but she's been there for years yeah yeah and like the parents <laughs> like her seem to like her more than they like their son so he just kind of has he's kind of like just has the weight of the world on his shoulders but he's a good guy he just has like a lot of bad luck and as you yeah, said, exactly. the, the intro was at the airport where uh, he work, was working as a TSA agent and Molly, uh, she was like rushing to catch her plane and she left her phone behind. So she called the phone or her friend called the phone and he answered and he was like a stand up guy and he held on to it and brought it, like gave it back to her. And so began their unlikely romance. And, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it was just, it was a very, not, not Romeo and Juliet, but like they, you sort of just, um, what's it called? Opposites the track uh, or like different know. sides of the uh, track, yeah, different sides of the track. Like I she was just about very to say, yes, proper, she's rich, rich, she's from a rich yeah, family. and she like, she was a lawyer or she went to law school before she dropped out to like own her event planning business and her parents were very stuffy. And she speaks French. Yeah, she speaks French. And he, like, his family was, like, very <laughs> Pittsburgh, blue-collar, like, lots of... Absolutely. Lots the of... brother the <laughs> brother is such a sports jock knucklehead. The brother, though, it's so funny because the brother, the actor that plays the brother, he's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And his character was based, is on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, is actually very much like the Devin character in this movie, where he's just this... Oh, really? That's that's a one eighty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah. So and he works at the airport with his three friends, who T J Miller, who or Stainer, who is just like this, like vulgar, yeah, loudmouth in a Hall and Oates cover band, not really big plans <laughs> for life. And then uh, Devin, who is he? He didn't work for TSA. He was like a gate agent or somebody. But he was like... Yes. Like, <laughs> but he worked there at the yeah. airport as well in in this kind of lower tier position. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he And he's like the wide-eyed, like optimist. And he's the only one of them. Like he's married and he's just... Um, at one point they were trying to like... He's like, I'll give you $100 if you say fuck right now. 
Because he won't swear. Because he won't swear. He's just so pure. And he, like, kept quoting Disney throughout the movie. <laughs> and, the- and, oh, he said, can I write it down? <laughs> can he, instead of swearing out oh, loud, yeah. can he write it <laughs> yeah. out? Yeah, so he, who is not played by Nick Swartzen. <laughs> and, uh, the, yeah, and the other friend who was, like, a plane mechanic or baggage handler, some sort of, like, other jockey, macho guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was supposed to be the good-looking one of the of the group. Yeah. Well, no, when they were rating, when they were all rating themselves. <laughs> He's like, what am I? He's like, you're an eight. <laughs> and then... Do you, do you, do you, I, I feel like I'm talking because I enjoyed this movie so much. Do you want to describe her, her social circle? Her social circle? Oh, okay. Well, her social circle is certainly uh, the museum crowd, rich people, pilots, and um, yeah, like completely different world from uh, Kirk. Yeah, she has her her business part- partner who's like the rom-com sassy best friend. Yes. Um, and then her younger sister who is a bit of a she, actually her her younger sister character wasn't fleshed out too much, but she was quite funny. And no, yeah, and then but her kind of a socialite, really. Yeah. And then her ex-boyfriend who is uh yeah, fighter pilot. Like <laughs> lantern jaw <laughs> fighter pilot. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and and his Pilot nickname is Footlong. Oh, yeah. Z- Zap Brannigan. And it's on the plane. <laughs> He's, oh, oh, he is 100% Zap Brannigan. Thank you. That is awesome. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> well, let me segue into actors looking like other actors because obviously, well, this, this was a DreamWorks movie, so they had a bit of a budget, but they certainly, this is not a blockbuster budget. So I thought Molly looked like Reese Witherspoon. Actually, when you said that in the scene where you said that, at first I was like, no, that's Reese Witherspoon. Cause yeah, you asked who was in Legally Blonde. I was like, no, it's not the same. I was offended. Then I looked at her and I was like, oh yeah, the way she had her hair done in that scene and like her smile at times. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, she does. Right. And you said Devin looked like Nick Oh my God, I'm still convinced it wasn't, not convinced it wasn't him. (laughs) Like I Googled the photos of like Nick Swartzen. I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure that's not him? And then there was Jack, who's the eight, remember? And uh, I thought he looked like- Oh, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I thought he looked like one of the brothers from Supernatural. Oh yeah. He looks like the- the rough, the rough brother from Supernatural. Jensen Ackles. Yeah. 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 And um, oh, the pilot Cam. Yeah. Uh, to me, he was like a combination David Boreanaz and Ricky Martin. Rick, Ricky Martin. <laughs> I, I don't see that. You, you look at that is, face. You look at the face. But that actor. And it is. Yeah. No. No. I don't see it. That actor, I can see a bit of the David Boreanaz. Oh, you must be hating him. <laughs> that's, that's Caroline's man there. And uh, But no, that actor, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff and there's somebody he all, I always mix him up with and now I can't remember who I mixed him up with. But he's been on tons of stuff. Okay, and last of all, Kirk. Oh yeah. To me, 
He looks and sounds like a young Norm MacDonald. Jay Baruchel, he oh yeah, he does kinda. He does kinda, yeah, like he has a very- The way he talked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very distinct way Yeah, so I'm going like, God, this is like 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 a teenage, nor oh, well, teenage. 20-something Norm well, he McDonald. looks very much, like, he looks like he's 14. Like, he really does. <laughs> Nor yeah, Norm McDonald, I was also almost kind of thinking Jeff Goldblum a little bit. Like, the way he, oh, he stutters okay. a little bit when okay. he talks, and he uh, talks like this a lot, and... He's nowhere as cool no. as even the goofiest of, um... Jeff Goldblum. Thank you, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Out of brain fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah. no, not as cool, but definitely in sort of the, the, the stuttery way he talks or. Right. Okay. I get it. I get it. I, but I still, I still veer more to Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Because he's nerdier. Jeff Goldblum. Or maybe it's because like he's from Montreal. So maybe like William Shatner, that's just how you talk when you act when you're from Montreal. Like you just pause a lot in the middle of your sentences. Oh, yeah. So uh, uh, apparently you said T.J. Miller is kind of a problematic oh, guy oh, now or something. Oh, I don't oh, know I, much about I pulled about... up his Wikipedia. Shall I go over the legal troubles section of his Wikipedia? Oh, so oh dear. He, uh, uh... he was arrested and jailed for assaulting an Uber driver. Sexual assault allegations, Ooh, okay. which are quite disturbing, and I won't read through mm. them. Uh, Please don't. Oh, transphobic email allegations. Uh, Amtrak, okay. Amtrak bomb threat incident. Wow. And work misconduct. He so he's basically the worst, which is awful because he's so funny. <laughs> he was so funny in this movie. Yeah, in this movie, he's so hilarious because there's so much dude talk. Yeah, that's what I mean. In this movie, because I think his stand-up is probably horrible, I would imagine. But, like, yeah, in this movie, he was very funny. Because there's so much dude talk through this because they're trying to coach their buddy through <laughs> yeah, this whole it was, ordeal it was very, and situation. Uh, 40-year-old virgin energy. <laughs> yes, yes, Very yes, yes, similar yes. to 40-year-old virgin. Right, Except right. they were in their 20s. And, yeah, a lot of movies, I guess from the 90s, the thousands, uh, kind of have this dude talk thing where a bunch of buddies who all have really bad ideas. Right. <laughs> Unlike the movie that is like the actual platonic standard of healthy male friendship, which is Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Okay. I'm not even I've, joking. I have not... I've not seen this movie. <laughs> and I, I I really am worried that about telling you that, that I haven't seen this movie <laughs> no. that is going to end up on this list of movies. Oh, the, I, Magic, <laughs> I won't make you watch, watch the first Magic Mike, but the second one I might make you watch, actually. <laughs> okay, fine. The second one was actually really good. <laughs> like, it was funny and... <laughs> Heartfelt. The first one, like, it was like a Stevens, Stephen Sondheim? Anyway, I thought it was like trying to be dark and gritty, but the second one was like, no, 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 no. We are making a movie about male strippers. We are not going to take ourselves too seriously. <laughs> and it was quite delightful. 
Yes, I did find all of the dude talk kind of nostalgic because when you got a bunch of guys together, they, they all bust each other's balls. <laughs> so. So, so that brings me to so. a question, Andrew. Have you shaved any of your friend's testicles? Because <laughs> uh, this movie okay. would have let's, me believe. Well, let's, let's, okay, let's, um, let's back this up a little bit. <laughs> No, no because, context. Uh, no context. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not shaved other people's balls. Oh, oh God. Okay? No, no. I don't like the emphasis you put in that sentence. Oh, my God. No. I, get, I deserve that. Leave it there. I, you. I deserve you, that. You caused me to say that. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no, oh no, oh no, I'm traumatized forever. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, what were we even talking about? Uh, shaving ball. Shaving ball. Before that. Okay, okay, now I'm going to rewind and say there was a ball shaving scene. <laughs> because... Because the dudes were all talking and and saying, well, more bad advice. Even, you know, are you even manicured? Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, like. Oh no, he said he's like you're ready, right? And he's like, yeah, like he's like we've been on a lot of dates, and I'm really comfortable with her. He's like, no, that's not what I mean. And then he drops his pants. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> the fact that Jack drops his pants to show that he is clean shaven. <laughs> yeah. At one point he says <laughs> And all the guys like, are like, oh, I don't want to see. <laughs> he was like, it looks a little Japanese or something is what he said, I'm assuming. Yeah. Like I, it's a bonsai. I don't know what I that think means. I was assuming it was like a bonsai <laughs> reference or like, you know, those dogs that have their heads cut into a perfect square. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I was like, never, never has a joke been more telegraphed than what came after. Right. So for some reason, Stainer and Jack take off, leaving Kirk and Devin alone at whose place? I think it was, must have been Devin's place. Or no, I think it was guess, Jack's but his... place. Because Devin's married. So I think it was Jack's place because it was yeah. like, they had like a Pittsburgh Penguins lazy boy recliner and like no house with a woman would have that chair <laughs> fair point uh yeah so it's weird that jack and stainer take off and leave the guys in his place anyway kirk's trying to shave himself and i guess he's also hurting himself <laughs> i know i was i was expecting it to be a lot worse than it was <laughs> In a, at least worse than a different way. I was way. expecting carnage. I was expecting like uh, something involving hospitalization. Right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> Loss of blood, but then Devin is a true hero, like a champ, comes in and helps him. <laughs> yeah. And then... So that's why Jessica asked the question <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> and regretted my answer. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> oh. It was such a funny scene, though. <laughs> and then it was just, like, kept going too far. <laughs> like, he was like a barber. He started, like, blowing it off and, like, brushing it off. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Okay. 
chef's kiss. Yeah, oh my God, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty over, over the top scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he was so proud of the good job. That <laughs> I know, that's too. why, that that's what sold it. So that's amazing. That's what sold it, that's being so funny. Oh my God. All right, so I think this is the time where it came up while we were watching the movie, but we have to introduce our new segment where Andrew, a professional film and television extra, critiques the performance <laughs> of a featured extra. <laughs> so so what stood out for you in today's movie, Andrew? Okay, so we realized, yeah, Jessica thought we've just invented a new uh, segment, but this is a segment that's been kind of going on since the beginning where I noticed extras doing something weird. But today it was in the airport, Stainer was freaking out, you know, running along. He's on the moving, the moving sidewalk. And then he freaks out and goes, ah, uh, right beside this woman who like a normal person would probably like react a little bit wildly that, oh, oh my God, somebody just, you know, yelled in my yeah. ear, but she just kind of stands there. And then there's like a little grin on her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a normal person would be like, what the fuck? Like crazy person. And like, you'd be yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Making sure you were safe. <laughs> Right, it, yeah, and and she just stands there, and then there's a little bit of a smile on her face, and you were gonna let that go, and I was like, no, no. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, that extra. She Look just at smiles, that. and I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> but yes, we must we must feature this segment from now on. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I was like, the 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 Miley Cyrus movie didn't really have extras, but mostly, all almost always there are extras because there's. Um, usually it's when the high school extras are 45 years old. That's usually what jumps out. <laughs> yes, this this should be a segment, an official segment. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we should move on to another segment that we have. Is that there recurs. a port of it? <laughs> Do you want to ask? <laughs> Wait, is that the one you were talking about? Is there a porn of it? Is there a porn of it? Is there a porn of it? Internet rule 34 says there is Porn Porn <laughs> No, I knew, I knew which one you, you meant <laughs> And I'm being purposefully a pain in the ass <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> Because when of. you googled it, it was on Pornhub <laughs> But it was just the movie itself <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there were clips from the movie The scene when they're almost gonna make out so she's in her bra and panties so for some reason those clips of the movie are are there but uh yeah there's no she's out of my league a triple x porn <laughs> i feel like that's a whole movie. porn genre uh, though but out of my league if you take the she's up from the beginning off and just you know out of my league yeah there's a yeah. lot of that oh god ew Ew. But like overall, this movie, it was pretty PG. There was like one or two moments that I think probably gave it a PG-13 or PG-14 plus or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, and there is uh, something did come up. League of Legends League parody. Of Legends. That did come up. <laughs> Some video game. Let's I don't know. <laughs> this movie is raunchy, romantic. <laughs> Maturity rating R for language and sexual Raunchy, content. Okay. Yeah, well, because yeah, like, okay. it wasn't as, it didn't lean exclusively on the raunchy humor, because that's why I think I liked it. I was like, okay, there's actually a plot that's happening, I, and 
there were like heartwarming moments, I guess. There were things that I think qualifies yeah. raunchy, but you know, like we were totally okay with. The, the whole scene when he first brings Molly to his parents' house and it's mm-hmm. the, the pool scene. You know, there's a lot of kind of raunchy, inappropriate talk. And then the the thing is that, oh, she can't go in the pool because she yeah. doesn't have a swimming suit. And like, well, yeah. you can just wear your underwear. And it's, well, that'd be great if I was wearing underwear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't use that voice. That's creepy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, there were raunchy jokes, but they were never just raunchy for raunchy's sake. Do you know what I mean? Like everything kind of had a point. Of it, okay. Right? And the ball shaving wasn't raunchy? <laughs> I mean, it's vulgar. Is vulgar and raunchy the same thing? <laughs> or is that another kind of, is that another meat cute? <laughs> Ew! You are, okay, no talking. Ten minutes. I, I haven't. Yes. Am I in the penalty box? <laughs> I'm just going to talk now. And I'm going to like, can I mute you? I'll just mute you on my phone and keep talking. <laughs> And then you'll have... This isn't a Zoom call. <laughs> well, no, I can keep talking and recording, but I can mute you on the phone and not hear you. <laughs> oh, that would be mean. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that with my friends and I, when somebody would say something like, I don't know, stupid or something, I'd be like, no talking, five minutes. I remember my friend once like went and started the timer on the microwave, <laughs> like it was enforced. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, oh, so that, that um... was probably not the segment that you were alluding to. So instead, I will ask you, Andrew, <laughs> were there any Mila Kunis's or Maya Rudolph's in this movie? Yes, yes, there were. I'm gonna go with the first time we are introduced to her. I said, "Oh yeah, oh look, goth girl, <laughs> Patty, the the business partner yeah. who has the dark hair." So no, she wasn't a goth yeah. girl. She just had black hair, uh, <laughs> and and a wicked attitude. She was definitely uh, my Mila Kunis in this movie, and age pro well adult, not age appropriate, but yeah, exactly. I mean not a teenager, She's like late twenties, <laughs> yes. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I know she was great. I could. So that's definitely. <laughs> I feel like I don't even have to ask you anymore in these movies. I feel like I could be like, I'm gonna list them for you, <laughs> you and you can tell me if I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I see them coming a mile away. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I wasn't really that into Alice Eve, the main character Molly. I mean, she yeah, you know, she was cool and everything, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I know she was Addie. great. <laughs> It's like it's like oh. Betty and Veronica. Yeah, Veronica. <laughs> oh my God! Do you watch Riverdale? <laughs> this is now a Riverdale podcast. <laughs> no, I do not watch Riverdale. I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the comic books, the Archie comic books that have been there but forever. Li- liking the, <laughs> watching the show is would be less weird than being attracted to a cartoon character, Andrew. But <laughs> yeah, I, I give you an out there. I'm, I'm teasing. Uh, not in my world. I'm teasing. Actually, on on the Riverdale show, I'm like the the actress that plays Veronica is Latina, so obviously. <laughs> oh, our, we're 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 gonna switch formats, right? We're gonna become a Riverdale podcast. Of co- oh my god! Can we please? 
Can we please? You have no idea how insane that show is. You have no idea. Oh my god, we'd have content for years. So I think we're all like five seasons in. Oh my god, we would have years worth of content. It's it's so insane. I'm I'm It's so insane. I'm not I'm not against this. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there exists many, many, many Riverdale podcasts, but actually I want to watch you watch it. Once we're allowed to be in the same room, we can start we can switch <laughs> formats and then uh, and then I can watch you watch Riverdale. Okay, so this we is We might have to skip the first season, but then... This is a visual thing that like you you have to see me uh, I'm I'm assuming cringe. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I can't even predict how you'd react to it. Oh, oh okay. So we, we, we become a cringe podcast. Okay. Oh, no, I don't like this idea. I'm going back to like what in the intro when we we're talking about, is there a, a German word for that? <laughs> I don't like that feeling. Oh. I enjoy schadenfreude, but I don't like the feeling of having the embarrassment for someone or the cringe for somebody. Oh my God. Okay, gosh. okay. <laughs> anyway. I don't know if it's yeah. I don't. I don't know much about it. Uh, whether, whether it'll be cringeworthy, but uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just I can't even. Because I I'm actually not a cringe comedy fan. I'm not a fan of like the 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 American Office. I I had a hard time yeah. watching any of that. Watching Ricky Gervais do the the British one, I know he's kind of a big pile of crap now. But uh, doing the original version, uh, that I could watch. <laughs> but I, so I, I don't know if it, the funniest thing like I've ever seen on a show was on the British office. It was the one mm -hmm. where, where David Brent gets fired on Red Nose Day. Oh. And it's all very solemn and they're like in the office and he's sitting behind the desk and the, like the two people from like corporate office are like, we're sorry, but you know, we have to let you go and it's all very like the tone is so solemn and then he stands up from the desk and he's wearing one of those costumes where it looks like he's riding on an ostrich and it's got like the fake legs i it's to this day like it's been like what 15 years or something since i watched that show to this day the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> okay breaking it down for millennials he talks about um how... excuse me i have not listed all of the hot men in this movie oh shit i'm my bad okay <laughs> sorry let okay stop for a second jessica are there any cute boys or hot guys in this movie well, as i've already the eight as we've already discussed i'd say yeah he's a, he's a solid eight uh, I didn't even like write down uh. his name. I was just like the one, the hot friend. Cause you were asking, you're like, what's the other one? What's his name? I'm like, who the hot one? And you're like, I suppose so. That <laughs> did register. Uh, and I'm like, really? You're like, I guess you could call him that. Really? No, he was, yeah. Oh, oh yes. Really? Oh yes. Huh, okay. Yeah, he was very hot. Also, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. very like, like you said, he's lantern jawed fighter pilot. Like, you don't have to say any more than that. Like, he's handsome and like, what, especially like foot long. Oh gosh, 
But especially once they showed him in the fighter pilot uniform, I was like, that's it. I'm like, he can be as horrible as he wants. Lord have mercy. And in general, he wasn't that horrible. That's true. It's true. Which which was actually kind of surprising. He wasn't a total douchebag. Yeah. Uh, like in in the uh, the restaurant scene when we are first introduced to him, he's actually pretty cool about the fact that it's like, oh, this guy is a date even though he's a five. <laughs> right. Well, because at first he treats him like the waiter because that was the gag. Is he, that That's is, exactly. Kurt was dressed like all of the waiters. But then he was just like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Like he was like genuinely like, all right. So, like my right, bad. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he was fairly decent, but you know, uh, typically attractive shallow dude. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, about, about as deep as paddling pool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. so those and two. Also, Jay Baruchel is very endearing, <laughs> his character, even though he does really? look okay. like he's 14 years old. He's very funny. Yeah, he is but very just funny. Like, but also his character, like the restaurant scene, for example, you know, he like runs after the lady to give her sweater back. Or, you know, like he just sort of right. is genuinely a good person. And then, but he has all his self-esteem issues where I was like, fair. <laughs> but no, but yeah, he was very, yeah, he's very funny and very endearing. But he does, like all, the, the scene when, like the ball shaving scene when he was like naked. I was like, okay, he is very skinny. <laughs> like very, very, I would break him. <laughs> so easily. <laughs> I probably have a good 60 pounds on him. I'm not even joking. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, I gotta I gotta grill you. I gotta grill you. Okay. What about Molly's dad? No. No? No, okay. no Dilf you've, energy. You've gone for the silver foxes. You've gone for the silver foxes. Oh yeah. Uh before. But no, his energy and he I think it's the goatee. Like he had a goatee, and that's just too like actual mm. dad. <laughs> like it, I go for the dads when it's in the teen movie when the actors playing the dads are probably my age. But like no, he was too like like someone like my dad's age. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. No, not at all. But uh, who else? Is there anybody else? <laughs> the brother, the horrible brother. <laughs> no, he's no. not. No, 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 no. I was just going through the list of who else was in this movie. No, no, he was not appealing at all. <laughs> he was gross. Uh, yeah. And then him and what about the, the, the boyfriend. And the pirate. The pi yeah, the yeah. boyfriend of the ex-girlfriend. No, no, he was... <laughs> like, did he have a mullet? Like, I think he had a mullet. They were just I, no, so he didn't, trash. He didn't have a mullet, but he had a lot of hair to, like, like you know, throw his hair back. Yeah. <laughs> but he was a, such a doofus. Yeah. Because there was, in, in the pool scene... He was a more, he was more of, like, a lovable doofus. Yeah. He, but he, he was seeing how long he could hold his breath underwater. Yeah. Yeah, he was less, like, offensive than the brother. Like, he was, like, yeah, just a doofus. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The brother was just horrible. The brother. Oh, but and so, so was funny. his fiance. Oh, she God. was as rough as he she was. She was the worst. I mean. What's her? 
Oh. The actress Lindsay Sloan, I want to say. She was on like Saved by the Bell, the new class or something. Like I've seen her in tons and tons of stuff too. But yeah, she was really good at being horrible. <laughs> she did a good job of just being <laughs> the worst trash ex-girlfriend. Oh my God. Uh. Yeah, because that was kind of one of the things that was good about the movie. It wasn't like he dumped, you know, the girl next door for some hot big city girl it was like no he dumped like this raging bitch for this very kind <laughs> beautiful woman that he wanted to get back with at the start of the movie i thought it was a dream sequence at the beginning oh yeah oh yeah and he bought her like the jewelry box thing yeah where you could put a picture in it <laughs> or or your nuts as the joke was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was some excellent ball-busting humor. <laughs> but I mean, like, it was, like, everything, like, made sense to the characters in this movie is what I sort of mean. It's like, he... Right. He had, well, he wanted to get back with her because he had such low self-esteem, probably partially mm -hmm. in result of being with this horrible woman. And this horrible family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this horrible family. And then in, midway through the movie, when he did get back with her, he actually said... Do I want this? No, but like it's the best I'm gonna ever get, kind of thing. And it was. <laughs> and then he gave right, the speech on yeah. the airplane and went to like make a dramatic exit, <laughs> and they couldn't wouldn't let him off. <laughs> After he's given the finger to his entire family, yeah, and the entire plane, and, and called them all out. Yeah, yes. and, then, and then he has to sit back down. And then the brother just sits there. <laughs> He's got the finger like right four in inches from his head for you <laughs> across the aisle. Yeah. Oh man, I felt that was I, so. I did. Yeah. I did feel that it was very relatable. <laughs> his character. <laughs> I was like watching it, and I was like, I very much relate to him. <laughs> like I like it was an extreme version, but like a lot of the things in this movie i could see happening to me like gender swapped <laughs> like not even joking <laughs> okay so now let's get to breaking it down for millennials <laughs> he <laughs> he talks about making a mixtape of kate bush songs that relate to our relationship to the the, the ex-girlfriend <laughs> and i thought that was a little wrong time period like Kate Bush in 2010 mixtapes in 2010 yeah exactly exactly yeah I didn't pick up on that the only thing I wrote down that was like of a time was the flip phone <laughs> I was like oh he's going a flip phone and it wasn't like a joke <laughs> wow and flip phones in 2010 or let's say if they shot it in 2008 9 or something like that is that's about right yeah no it's absolutely right like i didn't get my first oh my smartphone till 2011. it's scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> how how they've taken over our lives yeah i know a kate bush reference is a little obscure hollow notes uh, it's hollow notes <laughs> uh, we have to explain it, it sort of is yeah it well for 2010, yeah, a hollow notes. Well, there's always tribute acts. Yeah. But but yeah, that does seem a little odd. Yeah, and like it's not like it was supposed to be contemporary. Like it was part of the joke. 
Oh, and the fact that that uh, Devin was on Facebook and that was weird. Oh yeah. You know the others, the other guys were like, "What?" That and he goes, was... "Yeah, I got 37 friends." <laughs> oh yeah. Because that would have been, yeah. That would have That's probably like been the like the beginning a, of Facebook. Yeah, like like two or three years into Facebook before it became like a a cesspool of like propaganda like <laughs> radicalizing people <laughs> yes and your aunts and uncles and starting and creating genocides and things yeah so the fact that you know the other guys reacted like really harshly to the the idea that he was on facebook that was yeah that was too out there for them that would that was maybe, kind of funny i'm trying to think i'm like around that time like how old was i it's like no no that would have been acceptable. I like I'm basically the same age of, as the people in this movie, right? Like I would have been their age right. in 2010. So, was it weird to have Facebook? No, I have Facebook. But I guess as a dude, though, maybe. Ma maybe? No, you had uh, Facebook in 2010. Did I? Oh, absolutely. I can go look at my tagged photos. <laughs> <laughs> Where you used to put black bars over everybody's eyes. Oh, goddamn, yeah. But then you'd still tag them. So the Facebook machine <laughs> still knows who everybody is. <laughs> yeah, see, I was all about thwarting facial recognition technology years before anyone even realized that that was a problem. Oh, I thwarted face recognition technology yesterday. Oh. I was on like Clearly and I was like, cause there's like Black Friday sale. I was like, ooh, I can get some prescription sunglasses and you can do like the virtual try on. Oh, right, right, Except right. I had on like a, a face mask, like not the pandemic face mask, like the, the charcoal skin face mask. So it was black <laughs> on my face and it didn't recognize my face as a face. <laughs> I was just reading this thing yesterday about AI that like creates faces of people that don't exist. And they said like they pointed out the ways that you can still pick out that they're fake. Really? Like for example, if ever they're wearing glasses, mm -hmm. both the, the two sides, like the arms of the glasses won't match. Oh. And, or earrings. They said if ever it makes it them wearing earrings, you'll notice that they're they're really off. Oh, weird. Um, and also, and also related to my mishap yesterday, they said it doesn't recognize people of color. Oh, jeez. Which I've heard of before. <laughs> yes, all of these systems have a lot of bias built into them, unconscious bias. Oh, there was a little throwaway line in there, but the father talks about how he flew choppers in Nam. Oh, that Saigon. Was a, <laughs> that was a thing that they had to throw into the movie. Yeah. And and I'm going to just give a shout out to uh, Andy Daly, comedian Andy Daly. He he was the... Uh, the that guy. Uh, the supervisor, uh, the TSA supervisor, who he was a bit of a dick, but, uh, oh God, he is so funny. He, he had a series called the Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Playlist, where he was auditioning new podcast pilots. Did I say, uh, okay, I think I screwed that up. Anyway, but he was auditioning uh, podcast pilots episodes that might be picked up by the network. And uh, of course he's, 
you know, writing and acting in in these podcasts. It is so bizarre and hilarious. I, I highly recommend it. So <laughs> he, I'm trying to like because he's been in tons and tons of stuff, and I'm trying to think of the one thing that my brain immediately associates with him. So I'm trying to scroll through his. Yeah, well, IMDb. he was definitely on at midnight. He was on at midnight, uh, which I never watched. Oh, he's a, a voice oh, on okay. Bob's Burgers and American Dad. But okay. his his voice wasn't what like his face is so. Oh, he was on Veep. That I would know him oh, from that for sure. Okay. Oh, Blackish. Yeah, I knew he was on Blackish. Okay, Modern Family. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so he's been on everything. Very underrated, and I, I, yeah. I'm totally, totally a fan of his. <laughs> Go check out his podcasts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Track him down. <laughs> he has 130 IMDb credits. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Well. I don't have any more time. Not really. Oh, uh, the the only other thing <laughs> was uh, uh, some sabo. Which... <laughs> sabotage. Short for sabotage. At one point, we're watching this, and I'm just like, "Fucking Hollywood movies!" <laughs> I know you got so mad. Piss me off. I was. Yeah, I was really annoyed because it's the scene where he finds out that inconvenient truth about her. So that has to sabotage their relationship. And then they broke up only, you know, so they can have the reuniting by the end of the movie. At the airport. (laughs) Yeah, at the airport even. Yeah, exactly. And the formula was just so like hitting you over the head. And I'm like, (laughs) fuck Hollywood. (laughs) No. That's why it works, Andrew, <laughs> as a narrative arc. I know, arc. I know, but it's, oh, it just, it, it made me so angry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, I actually wrote down that, like, considering this is post 9-11, they, they made the airport scene work, you know, like in a love right. actually or something oh, where it's yeah. like, oh, you just like run right through security to, to <laughs> declare your love at the gate. But because they were airport employees, they kind of like made sure they addressed that logistic. <laughs> Exactly. That's a very good point. Uh, I hadn't considered that, but yeah, yeah, because they do an end run around a lot of security. (laughs) Yeah. Because like they work for security, so they were able to like they didn't get around it, but like they knew how to like navigate. They made sure they addressed it. Right. And they're like, hurry, hurry, we'll get you. Like unless you have a first class ticket or whatever. And then I was like, see, I knew she was having a first class ticket. Right, Andy Daly was being a dick and, you know, being a typical supervisor and jamming up the works. Yeah, the one (laughs) thing they didn't address, though, because it was right after Jay Baruchel gave his big speech and tried to get off the plane. She's like, if we have to pull back in, that's a $25,000 fine for you. And he's like, okay, cool. (laughs) But then his friend, the hot one, like literally sabotages the plane somehow to like make a check engine light come on or something. I'm like, that has to be a federal crime. Like, guaranteed. Only if he gets caught. Right? Because, yeah, he's like, he, they show him, like, picking up this huge wrench, and he's like, well, time to go to work, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so they glazed over that bit. But everything else in this movie felt pretty believable. Yeah, so I think, overall, this was actually a really good movie. Yeah, it was, it was entertaining. Like, if you want, like, a, a, a slightly raunchy rom-com watch, 
it's on Netflix. Yeah, this is this is definitely a a good movie, and we still managed to talk about it. So yeah, I I think we did okay. Good for us. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm patting myself on the back. <laughs> so am I. Can I hear? Oh, there we go. I'm trying to make it pick up. I'm trying. I'm watching the little blips on the screen. I'm like, can you hear it? Not as much as when I click my pen. Oh, that looks really God, cool. God. Damn it, stop oh, that right now. Stop that. Stop that. That's not okay. Oh, wow. Cool. I am seething. It's I am art. seething with rage. It looks like art on the little voice, the voice waveforms. So, Jessica, where can people find us on the internet? No, they cannot find us with pen clicks. Yes, they can. It's Morse code. <laughs> uh, um, so you can find us on the internet at Swimcast, S-W-Y-M cast on Instagram and Twitter or email swimcast at gmail.com. And stick around after the ending uh, theme. There'll be a feature song and some outtakes from previous episodes. Oh man, we had so many last time. Yes. We lost those. And expect some pen clicking in those too, I would imagine. Uh, stop <laughs> it. Okay, bye. <laughs> awesome. Hi there, Stermonics here. Thanks for sticking around. Today's feature song is a piece that I created for the soundtrack, and it's called Thud Rumble. After that, there'll be outtakes. So stick around, and thanks for being a completist. Jessica and Andrew really appreciate it.
Well, oh, gotta tell you, I got a early Christmas gift because we've got oh, some Shakira news. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, you'll you drop Shakira no. news. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, that'll go there. You should okay. just go like, you know, like your question, Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shakira, Shakira. Absolutely. So Shakira, if you didn't already know, has dropped a new song, and it's a collaboration with the Black Eyed Peas. A little explanation of the following clip. Andrew and Jessica were trying to do the podcast remotely for the first time and running into some technical difficulties. Who knew there would be a lag even over the phone? Wow, technical hurdles. Okay. 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 Well, we'll try and do it again. Okay, maybe maybe let's try it. I will count to three, and then we'll clap on board with me counting, and then we'll see if maybe it's the delay uh, both ways. Okay, okay. Okay. One, two, three. Oh my guys? god! That yeah. worked! No, it sounded, to me, it sounded like you were late. So, <laughs> so but that's what I was doing all the time. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, well, that's four minutes in. Well, well I'll figure okay. it out from there. Um, and so, obviously, there's a, a tiny delay. Uh, it's just not as obvious as when you do, like, Skype or Zoom. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we can we can start the show. How do we start the show? <laughs> How, like, I'll say I'm just gonna you say I'm Andrew, and then I'll be like, Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that is how we actually start. But I was yes. like, should we preface it as being like special? <laughs> well, we'll just we'll start it normally, and we'll say, <laughs> Welcome to the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to dwell on it because, like, as much as no, neither like, do I. Current, like, current events. So, but we'll just be like, we're recording remotely, <laughs> and then I yeah, have yeah. Candy at some point, and then we'll just, In... after we address that, we'll just keep going from there and then not talk about anything. How about that? <laughs> that sounds pretty good. So okay. So we preface like any weird delays or whatever, like up front. So yeah, yeah. So coming with a special like remote recording. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. From self-isolation during the Candy G. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you'll say it, and then I'll just, I'll just toss it in. Yeah. Okay. Ruining, okay. Ruining okay. Okay. You're starting? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And if you haven't figured it out by now, and I don't know how you haven't, uh, we're on um, Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. <laughs> Dead air. Uh, the end. Okay, let's. <laughs> okay. Oh shoot! Yeah, we forgot to do that. I was supposed to put that in before this. Okay, let's let's do that. I'll count down three. I don't two, like one. it. I think it's you dumb. Don't... Oh, 
Oh. Burn okay. on you. Well, I said it. You can oh. say it and match it up. <laughs> no. No, this is a great outtake. I'm going to leave. Just, I'll, I'll cut it out and, and, and leave it as an outtake for you. All right. <laughs> you crushing me. <laughs> it's okay. what I do to yeah, quote that's... Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So stick around. Uh, there'll be a feature song and there'll be outtakes. Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them. Like, oh my god!